That is. I'm Charles Holmes from The Ringer Music Show. And I'm Cole Kushner from Dissect. And Charles and I are teaming up to create Last Song Standing, a new show where we determine an artist's single best song by debating our way through their entire catalog. And for our first season, we're covering Kendrick Lamar. We're talking Good Kid to Pimple Butterfly, Damn, Mr. Morale, the mixtapes, the Lucy's, and the features. Listen to Last Song Standing on the Dissect podcast feed only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Welcome to Recipe Club, where we debate the best way to cook the things you want to eat. My name is Chris Ying, and I'm going to say something that is either going to make you feel very stupid or make me look very stupid. Either way, we're all going to be stupider in just a second. Are you ready? Here we go. Green beans are beans. They're not a different vegetable that just happens to share a name with beans. They are the immature pods of regular old beans. I guess if you'd asked me what a green bean was before today, I probably would have come up with the right answer, but I hadn't ever really thought about this until just now. When you go to the store and you buy green beans or Romano beans or even snap peas, which are peas, you take them home and you've cooked them and they were stringy or tough. It's because they were getting too close to maturity. Is this blowing your mind at all? No? Okay. How about this? You can slice green beans into small pieces before you cook them. Oh, you already knew that too, right? Well, forgive me because when I scan through the hundreds of millions of green bean recipes out there, most of them are for whole green beans sautéed with shallots and garlic or roasted on a sheet pan, squirted with lemon, or maybe tossed in vinaigrette if you're lucky. Very few of these recipes involve slicing the beans into smaller pieces, let alone tiny little bits that might go great on, oh, I don't know, rice. I mean... 
I'm sure many of you right now are saying, oh, yeah, I know I'm a genius and I always slice my green beans. And Chris, you're a big dummy. Let's get on to the show. I'm just saying only one of the listener submitted recipes for green beans this week involves slicing the beans into anything smaller than halves. So in the end, this week's fan submitted Priya selected recipe comes from me, (laughs) the biggest recipe club fan of them all. I came up with this recipe based on a Hunanese dish called Romo Swan Dojiao, which is basically just ground pork with sour long beans. And usually it involves chopping up pickled long beans into tiny little nubs and then sauteing them with chili and garlic and ground pork. And it is truly one of the great things you can eat on top of rice. This recipe is my hacked version of that classic. I came up with it for Priya's forthcoming kids cookbook, and I'm very proud of it. Not least of all because it uses pickled jalapenos for heat at the very end, which you can dice up and add separately to adult portions if you're sharing with pesky little kids who won't eat spicy food. Guys, this is how I spend my days now, coming up with ways to preserve a little spiciness in my life as a parent and having insanely dumb revelations about beans. But maybe if I enlighten just one of you out there, (laughs) this was all worth it. There's no interview with the recipe contributor today because that would be crazy. We're going to get straight into the cooking right now with me and Priya and Dave Chang. When you're done listening, switch over to the Recipe Club TV podcast feed on Spotify to see video of all the cooking action. And don't forget to sign up for our Discord server uh, where you'll find this recipe and you'll be able to join the discussion about all things Recipe Club. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of everybody's favorite podcast that we make, Recipe Club. Way, way more love than the other one Chris and I work on. <laughs> That's a whole I, other subject. Yeah. And I wonder, see, it's just, it seems like you and I are both part of this one. I don't understand what it is about this one. And it's you know like what there's also some third I don't party like, here. Chris, is, there is a trend here. When I am not an episode of Recipe Club, we read their Discord channel. People say, oh man, it's so great. So great. <laughs> When you're not on it, people also comment, wow. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I can't seem to put the I can't put the pieces together though, Dave. It's a mystery. It's a mystery as to what they seem to like about this podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. I they don't know. definitely like Priya. They definitely like Rachel. They definitely like Brian. They definitely like John DeBerry. And they don't like us so much. But, you know, <laughs> to I our luck, I still we have one out. of their favorites. We have one of the the crowd favorites, Priya Krishna, joining us today as a as a champion wedgie. IPK. Hello, hi. We missed you last week, Chris. How did how did it go while I was away? Did this guy treat you okay? It was awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, Dave. Dave was super organized. He had done tons of research before. He knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> he knew the Latin name of the yeah. chickpea. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I are see. you in? Have you moved? Are you in LA? I'm not. I'm in my in-laws' house right now. I'm still okay. in the process of moving out. It is. Um, it's not been a good day or a week. <laughs> what is the topic today? Because it green beans. What is the recipe? The the topic that Priya chose from the draft episode is technically green beans. And who is it by? And today's recipe for green beans comes from a handsome young man <laughs> uh, by the name of Christopher Ying. In fact. This is your recipe? Fan submitted. 
fan, fan submitted by Christy. I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of Recipe Club. I love, I love Dave. I love that Chris guy. Pretty, pretty good. But I just, I thought I would send this in. What is this a comp to? Like, there's got to be something in pop culture that this is very similar to. I don't Where know the, what it is, but it, it's it's clearly wrong, ethically, yeah. morally wrong that this would happen. That you. How many submissions were brought in, number one? A, a, a good number of submissions were brought in, but, like, I have to say, like, Chris's recipe is great. Like, it's a really wonderful, like, ah, I had made this it is, before. This is what and, it is. It, this reminds me. It's William Barr and Donald Trump. This is, this is, <laughs> yeah. oh my this God. is the collusion this, that's oh happening. Oh, my God. It's I mean, a, this, it, was, it's this like, was 100% collusion. Like, there's just no way around it. Like. This is a recipe that Chris developed for my children's cookbook. I love the recipe. Chris suggested it again for Recipe Club, and I chose it. Remember that scene? It was not the scene. It actually happened when Giuliani's like paint job on his hair was dripping down. His <laughs> that's what's happening to Chris right now. That's why I'm just sweating. Just my hair dye is running down <laughs> my temples right now. Without even outing. I mean, I just I feel I just want to tell everybody I feel bad for the people that weren't part of this collusion. This this inside trader training that wrote a recipe and never had a chance. No, the decks were stacked against them. I read all of the recipes. Like I really did. And there were some really, really interesting recipes. I interesting does interesting is actually in 2022 a bad (laughs) you just you just friend zoned all the recipes that were sent in. There were nice (laughs) there were nice recipes. Uh, we, okay, before we before we get into the specific recipes, yes, and we will, I'm sure, collusion and nepotism will be the theme of today's episode, but we should talk a little bit more generally about this ingredient. Green beans. I forget when when you chose this on the uh, in, in the draft order, Priya. Was this high up on your list or was this like you got it stuck It was like middle of the pack. So the fact that you picked this in the middle of your draft order reflect your personal feelings about green beans? Are you just a middle person green beans? Yeah, I like green beans. I'm not like craving green beans all the time. Chang, I think when we were originally putting this thing together, you were the one who said put green beans on here. I, I have no recollection. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> do you have I, do you have a reaction to green beans? What is your what's your overall thought on green beans? Mm, I feel like if they're treated sort of a cooked San Francisco style, you know, they, they have a heavy chlorophyll taste. And that's what I don't love, right? A really fresh green bean, no matter how delicious it is, tastes like, you know, photosynthesis. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like tastes extremely, vegetal. extremely yes. vegetal. Okay. And, and that's not what I like. I think there is a reason why most green bean recipes you never see, you know, um, celebrated in, in and of itself. SF style, right? When you're saying SF style, of course, you mean simply prepared and <laughs> thrown onto the plate, briefly blanched and shocked, and then arranged <laughs> on a plate with a squeeze of Meyer lemon and no, some no, slivered no, no. almonds. That that would be, you know, defiling the purity of. <laughs> okay, so just crudite <laughs> green bean. No, just like, however it's cooked, just very simple, very simple. Okay. Very simply done, minimal seasoning, you know, so you can taste taste the green bean. And again, it tastes like photosynthesis, and I don't like it. I think that most of the green bean dishes that people seem to enjoy, like many great vegetable dishes, they're just a vehicle for everything else. Yeah. Because what happens if you continue to cook that green bean, you destroy the 
everything in it, all the volatile compounds, all the structure, all the texture, and you actually destroy that vegetal note. So a fresh green bean that's barely cooked, SF style, is extremely green, vegetal. But if you continue to cook it, you, you lose it. And it begins to taste into nothing. It goes into yeah. tofu land. So, it, you know, it's, 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 it's an interesting thing that happens. And you almost don't see any recipe where it's like celebrating it, you know, in and of itself. You see it as let's cook the shit out of it into something else. Um, and that's how you eat vegetables. I'd also say that when you have, I say, green bean or wax bean salad or uh, that family of beans, the only other time you might see it as an acidic vinaigrette. Mm. Which, again, neutralizes the the vegetal notes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm saying it's a shit vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> and just to be clear, you have a problem with the taste of photosynthesis, not the process of photosynthesis itself. I mean, yeah. listen, if I was God, I might make it more efficient. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> more efficient. It requires no inputs to create energy. I mean, moonlight would work. Make it 24-7. I thought you were going to be like... What do you think you're better than us plants? Yeah. Why don't you get your energy by <laughs> eating shit like the rest yeah. of us? <laughs> We're just basically they're just a bunch of stoners doing nothing, <laughs> just lounging in the sun. Yes, I, I I tend to agree on the green bean front. I think that I mean they're either completely cooked to to mush, right? Like a stewed green bean, in which case, yep. like it's, I mean, it's not terrible, right? It's the same thing. It's like you're just eating whatever porky product and tomato, and like the the green bean just exists to have have something to put in your mouth. But there is one version of it because I can imagine the 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 the, the advocates for green beans being like, no, that's not true. <laughs> the hair cover. Well, yeah, that doesn't count. You're basically killing baby green beans. Yeah, you know they've developed no muscle, no nothing. It is. Just... <laughs> now you have sympathy for the green beans. Yeah, I, I will say that green beans like they can be kind of a pain to prepare. Like. A lot of the good green bean recipes require you to like cut them into small pieces, and well, I just hate cleaning them to start out with. Like that's what what a what, what payoff is there for that? There's no when payoff I when I that. was growing up, that was like my least favorite chore that my mom had me do, which was like cleaning and trimming the green beans. Speaking for of a chore, here's a quick story about that. I worked for a chef once that was like, "Go to the walk and get me X. I won't say the last name. Chef's last name and the beans." I was a, and I spent like an hour looking for this kind of bean. I was like, where, where, what is this thing? And then we heard of it. And it was this whole like hazing process. Like, it's a chef's bone bean. <laughs> was like, oh, what? my God. What? He could have just said it's a mini green bean. It's a tiny, tiny baby. It's like a quarter of the size of a hair which is a baby green bean. It was a tiny, tiny sliver. You were just searching the walk in freezing. It was like a krill. If a shrimp, this is like a krill (laughs) of a shrimp. The size. This is why Dave actually hates green beans. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's all coming out. We've we've had a breakthrough, Dave. We got to the the traumatic, inciting incident in your life. It's not not your fault, man. Uh, I also think that like you have so many of these green bean recipes. I'm looking through of them and they're like. People like to try to top them with stuff, but like the shape of yeah. a green bean prevents so that. So annoying. And then you like have the green bean and like say this is the green bean and you're like, you're like trying to do this with your mouth and, and then yeah. you're trying to keep the stuff on, but the toppings are falling off. Yeah. So like my, my, my mother-in-law will just put like crushed up Ritz crackers and butter on top. And I'm like, this is delicious, but I think I'm just eating spoonfuls of Ritz crackers <laughs> and like a green yeah. bean accidentally gets in there every now and then. So wow, the Chris, you the just trolled the. 
all white people. <laughs> I just trolled all white yeah, people. <laughs> you just trolled all white people. <laughs> because I said the green bean shape is 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 logical. And then yeah. that there's a group of people that put a like crackers. Oh, I on like the, the crackers. I'm 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 a strong proponent of that I think the shape is bad. I think that like one thing that we'll get into this recipe today, like I feel like the the original unsliced shape of a green bean is uneatable. It's too hard to eat like a, a, a long uncut green bean. It's I think not it'd be worth the return on investment, I think, to cook green beans or long beans or anything of the sort. I, I really don't think so because the cleaning process, you lose a lot of yield on it. It's, you do. It's just not worth it. I will say that maybe the better move is to eat frozen green beans. Those are already sliced into like one inch segments. Yeah, right? actually, yeah, my yeah, mom yeah. mostly cooks with frozen green beans, and she mostly uses those for her subsies, and they're fantastic. I mean, clearly she does because she's got impeccable taste. <laughs> Before we jumped on here, Dave was waxing on about how he liked Priya's mom better than all of us, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and dad, and, and dad, and listing the, ver- the very specific reasons I, I, why Priya's family better than us. I have a huge crush on Priya's mom. She's she's brilliant. <laughs> accomplished, a sick cook, extremely yeah. photogenic. Right. And so he was listing all these things. Great skin. She's got great skin. She She's has amazing great. skin. He was, so radiant, you're, you're, radiant. We're, we're recreating the conversation except for imagine this conversation. And then you know but why the, I like Mr. Christian? Because he's funny. Now you've heard Now you've heard the conversation except for reimagine it with Dave saying, Priya's mom has great skin, unlike you, Chris. Priya's dad is hilarious, unlike you, Sasha. <laughs> this is basically what we got earlier. Anyway... We did. We did get quite a few submissions here for a green bean recipe. There seems to be plenty of fans out there, even though the three of us seem to be a little lukewarm on it. But we got submissions for Greek style green beans, Czech green beans, Macedonian green beans, Thai Thai green beans. Is the Macedonian center from Rene Redzepi? <laughs> <laughs> the only Macedonian we know is Rene Redzepi. Uh, it was it was a uh, mass, it was a green bean garum, Priya. Did any of those other recipes speak to you? Were any of them uh, strong contenders? Yeah, I mean, like, they they all were strong contenders, but they all, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I think, like, I am having a breakthrough about how, like, I just don't think I like green beans. And looking at these preparations, I was like, oh, that would be great, but with broccoli. Oh, that would be really great, but with squash. And I was, like, basically, like, rejecting them because I thought another vegetable could could fit well in its place. And the reason I chose your recipe is because I had made it before. I know that the I know that there's like a strong pork to bean ratio. I liked the sauce. I knew I liked that style. And so I just kind of like went with my comfort zone. I mean, in retrospect, I probably should have ventured outside my comfort zone. And I think there was some unconscious bias at work. <laughs> I think there was some conscious <laughs> Conscious bias at work as well. When I was like, let's do my recipe. Yeah. Uh, I am today's fan submitter. This recipe is uh, based on a true story, as Dave likes to say. There's a there's this dish. Have you guys had this dish before? Like the the, the reference one. It's it's. Yes. I'm gonna butcher this in Chinese. It's like romo swan dojiao, which is basically like ground meat with sour long beans. And it's a Hunanese dish, and it's basically you take long beans, you dice them super small, and then you stir fry them. Oh, sorry, they're not they're not fresh long beans. They're pickled, like lacto fermented, acidic uh, long beans that you dice up. You stir fry with garlic and chili and and ginger and pork, and then it's this very salty umami rice topping. And like I really love rice 
toppings, things that are meant to go on top of rice. You know, like I made the mistake of cooking this without rice, which, you know, was an idiot move. But I came up with this recipe for, with long beans because, you know, I love this dish and I don't have pickled long beans in my house ever, even though you can find them. And on top of that, my kids don't eat spicy food. So I was trying to figure out some hacky way to make this dish and have my spiciness. And uh, I came up with, with, with this thing. It involves a microwave. It involves jarred pickled jalapenos. And evidently, it can be made with green beans. So Priya, you were the one who first, like I, I, I made this for long beans and I had never done it with green beans. But like, did you, had you ever done this with green beans before? Yeah. I mean, when I, when you sent me the recipe, I tested it for my kid's book with green beans. Cause I figured that that's what most kids would use and have access to. I'd actually never made this dish with long beans cause I've never been able to get, to get them. But I mean, it, I think it's great with green beans. It works just fine. Uh, what you do is you, you chop up a bunch of green beans. Um, you microwave them with a little bit of soy and rice wine vinegar. And while you're doing that, you just basically brown and break up a bunch of ground pork, garlic, ginger, toss those all together with more soy sauce. And that's like the basis of it. I serve some of that to my kids. And then to like add to some actual, add some spice and actually like up the acidity even more and like get a little more fermenty flavor in there, I will take a bunch of pickled jalapenos out of the jar, chop those up and toss them in after the kids have had their portion. And then it becomes a little closer to the real thing. So. Who wants to go first? Who wants to talk about their experience with this? I feel like Dave might be champing well, at the bit a little bit. On this, I'm not, I don't want to go first. Let me just ask though to clarify this dish. Is this dish, the, the green beans themselves are pickled? The traditional dish is pickled long beans. What is the one where it's long beans with zakai, zakai, the pickled mustard? Oh, the pickled mustard greens. I don't know what that one's called. With Zatai, yeah, that's a different one. Zatai is not the same dish. It's, it's not the same dish. I, I don't know. They might have a very similar pre uh, preparation. Like, I yeah, think, I think they might be the same dish with with Zatai. Yeah, like that's yeah. like a pickled mustard green, right? Well, yeah, with the yeah the the mustard tuber that's pickled. That's delicious. A double fermentation is very difficult to make. It's 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 a it's a wonderful pickle. Yeah, I'm maybe that's in this dish originally too. But there's also like you you traditionally make it with a pickled long bean too. Listen, I am no Chinese culinary historian, but I'm just telling you, I think you're wrong. <laughs> so you think that this is well, no well, evidence, fresh... no facts whatsoever. My gut tells me that your your sources are incorrect. <laughs> so you think it's a fresh long bean with a pickled mustard green? Correct. Okay. Either way, it's a pickled thing in there that I don't have. Yeah. Can we not? Can we just um, stop saying lacto fermented? <laughs> That's like saying ch chai tea. It really is. It really All is. Right, well, namaste to you. But I, I think. Um, yeah, we can stop saying. I mean, it's just fermented, fermented. fermented. Yeah, everybody fermented. should never say lacto <laughs> fermented ever again. We'll just say, we'll just abbreviate LF. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I just have when when have you have, Priya? Have you ever seen a fermented long bean? No, I haven't. But like, I don't have much experience with Hunanese cuisine, so neither do I at all. I know it's a little spicy, it's a little sweet, but I don't know. I want to know. Chris. You you made me long beans with pickled mustard greens. Yeah. I remember once, and they were delicious. Because that to me is what I, I I again not being a Chinese culinary historian. I just I, I think that Chris might have misinterpreted something. 
All right, so I've misinterpreted Chinese history, evidently, but then, never, nevertheless, nevertheless, this recipe is what it is. And I basically was trying to like bypass having a pickled product on hand. That's like the whole point um, of like chopping up the little long beans or green beans and then steaming them in the microwave with vinegar. Like I didn't know if it was going to do anything, but on my first or second go, I was like, oh, hey, these all come out with a nice little acidic taste to them mm-hmm. and they, they're sort mm-hmm. of like steamed in the vinegar so one way um, or another it was... and, and, and a quick google search proves that i am wrong and chris Ying is correct <laughs> wow okay i was literally thinking i need to edit my the head note of this book no <laughs> i i could not be more wrong <laughs> this is all this is all that research ahead that we do <laughs> <laughs> whatever it's content what did you find dave this is a classic Kunanese dish. <laughs> so Chris right? is exactly right. Yes, yes. They take pickled, <laughs> pickled long beans, and they chop it up finely, and they stir it with peppers. Right. Well, if you're reading the pork. Wikipedia, I just, I just uh, edited that as we were talking <laughs> to, to change it. No, that's so. That's the dish. So that is. I was trying to bypass that because I don't have whether it's pickled mustard greens or pickled long beans. I don't have them on hand. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Priya, why don't you go first? Okay. Um, so this is my third time making this dish. Um, I made it twice when I was working on my cookbook and then I made it once for this podcast. I mean, the hardest part of this recipe is, is like dicing the green beans into those tiny portions. Other than that, it's super easy. I really, really love the technique of like microwaving a vegetable and then just like finishing it in a flavorful sauce. I feel like that is just how I cook a lot of vegetables these days. I really, I really love this recipe. It like hits all of the things for me. Like I love how acidic it is. Like you get the, like the, it's like so rice wine vinegar forward. And then like, I always add way more pickled jalapenos. Cause I think that like those just like hit really nicely. And like, just when the dish, like, I feel like the dish sort of teeters on salty, but the jalapenos and the vinegar just like bring you back into sort of that acidic territory. Like it's a little sweet I, yeah, I always like make it more acidic because that's my preference. I didn't add the soy sauce at the end because I don't think it needs it. And I, I've never thought it needed it. And I don't know. I think it's like it's it's easy and delicious. And I was really excited for and, and kids really loved it. Well, I'll just briefly go through my experience of making this again last night when I was so, 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 so tired. And I was kind of sad to do it, but I'd never done it with green beans. I wanted to try that out. Slicing green beans is a little bit annoying. I had a, I had a, like a, a, a thing that happened at the grocery store even before that, actually. You guys ever have this thing where you go and you like order a specific weight amount of meat and you're like, mm-hmm. can I have 
uh, a half a pound of ground pork. And <laughs> the, the butcher counter guy at my Whole Foods was like, is it okay if it's over? And it was like, you know, 0.71 pounds or something. And like, I just like socially, I don't want to be like, no, it's not. Can you just put back the extra two tenths of a pound of meat that I didn't ask for? But like, why, why is that like a thing? Like, why not just give me the. Yeah, it's definitely a thing. Correct amount of meat that I asked for. You know, like it's just put a little scoop back. But anyway, I I made this last night in the any day, which I think like that really unlocked this all for me was like just having that thing to steam them in. And the other thing I was thinking about as I was developing this, like not to give Dave credit where he's going to destroy me in a minute anyway. But like I started thinking back a long time, like in the beginning of the pandemic, Dave, when you were sort of like diving into home cooking, you were like, why do you have to brown your meat? Just like if you want your meat brown, just add some like brown sauce or like make up for the umami elsewhere. And like I had that kind of in my head when I was thinking about like, I'm never going to like pickle my own long beans. Like how can I just try to sidestep that a little bit and like affect the same thing? So this all worked with with green beans for me yesterday. I think I prefer the I think I prefer long beans over green beans. I think they're like a nicer texture. And I think green beans, like you have to dance this very careful line between like they're still a little crunchy, but they're cooked and yep. they're like absolute yep. mush. And like, you yep. know, like long beans are a lot more forgiving in that way. And the other thing I noticed when I was like making this last night and looking at the recipe I'd written was like, why did I call for so few pickled jalapenos? Like you could put so many pickled oh, yeah, jalapenos. Oh, yeah, I like piled them on. You could put like 40 pickled jalapenos and it would still be good. But uh, my only regret in life is that I didn't have rice and I just ate this by itself, which was good, but not great. I ate it over noodles yesterday for lunch and it was oh. like this delicious. It was like a sort of like pseudo. It was like bolognese and just d- delicious. It what, was so uh, what, good. What, what thickness of noodles did you I use? I did somen. Oh, yeah. Somen? How do you spell that? How somen. Do you somen. That? Somen. I used somen and it was absolutely delicious maybe not the right pairing of noodle but it's <laughs> okay well, well it worked it was just great for me uh dc <laughs> i mean that's like put, putting a pomodoro sauce on a like a rigatoni noodle. <laughs> i so, would I mean, never. No, I, never i put pomodoro sauce on rigatoni oh my god this is like dave oh chang who's like your nona is rolling over my nona grave. just wouldn't accept it that's all i'm trying to say you know might oh as well put mayonnaise god. on your pizza it was it was the noodle I had. I needed a carb and I was out of rice. This is when authenticity matters, just FYI. <laughs> yeah. It was between <laughs> soven or a yogurt tortilla. <laughs> I can't believe you would put my 100% inauthentic <laughs> pickled chili long beans topping on top of an inauthentic noodle. Well, um, I didn't know it was yours, so I was super critical of this re- recipe. No idea it was Chris Yang's. Um but uh, going back to this dish, I did mix it up with the Sichuan version. I'm not that familiar with Hunanese cuisine, other than that it doesn't have mala. They're very, they're not right next door to each other, but they're close. The Sichuan version is the one that I'm more comfortable with, or not more familiar with. I've never had the the pickled long bean version. I've never, you know. But you know, not a surprise that they were like to make a good dish. We have to hide all the the vegetal notes of this dish as well. But um. I bought some green beans from Trader Joe's. Um, I didn't want to go to H Mart to buy the long beans, and I could. And I have bought long beans, and I've made that dish with Priya before. And another thing is Trader Joe's produce is really mostly miss. This was a miss. They were just bruised and about to go bad. Yeah. So Did like, they come ste- like pre-stemmed or no? No. 
or maybe they wore, but I had to trim out a bunch mm-hmm. to like make it edible in some way. Um, and I bought the pork from Trader Joe's. Everything from Trader Joe's. You know what Trader Joe's doesn't have? Pickled jalapenos. They have jalapeno sauce. Mm. They don't have pickled jalapenos. So I was like, okay, I'm I'm not going to drive another half a mile and pick up pickled jalapenos from Vaughn's or Ralph's or any other grocery store. So I decided, oh, yeah, I have uh, Calabrian chilies that are pickled or preserved in a, in a jar. So I, I was like, I'll just use that. Um, I had pork, and then it was cornstarch, rice wine vinegar, sugar, uh, ginger, garlic. Mm-hmm. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. What I love about this is those uh, those are the, that's the same jar of Calabrian chilies that found their way into the ahi sauce for our yeah. <laughs> saltado, right? It's so yeah, true. It's, it it's real life here. It's real life. So I'm I'm looking at this, and I have to say right off the bat, I was a little bit. Do I really need to microwave the long beans? Number one, mm-hmm. and I didn't add vinegar to it because I didn't. I missed that step. Okay, great. <laughs> because I also didn't understand why you would do that. It's not like it does anything because the vinegar gets displaced completely on the bottom of the any day or any kind of microwave vessel. So it's not like it's sitting in it. That's why I I I, I didn't know it was Christian, but now I do, and I'm just saying I didn't understand why you would on it. I'd rather make sure that the vinegar is part of the sauce in general. So that's mm-hmm. what I did. It wasn't like I didn't want to. I was like, oh, I'm just pre-cooking it. But this is the other thing that I was going to say. If this is honestly, I have notes. I didn't know it was yours. I say, like, why would you even need to use the any day? It's an extra step. You could cook the whole thing in one pan. Well, so when I was doing it originally, it was with long beans, which take like a little longer to get to like a tender point. And I wanted to steam that like to bl- like steam them while I was doing the the pork browning in the pan. Like, that's why I was just like cut down on time primarily. The thing I did want to see was like, I agree that like the, the vinegar tends to stay on the bottom, but like, that's why you stop it halfway and sort of like move it around. And I wasn't, I wasn't sure if that was going to work either. My same thought was like, I'm going to put vinegar on this and it's all going to settle on the bottom. But if you do it and you toss it around, like you find like all the little green, all the little pieces of long beans are like, have like a little acidic bite to them. I agree with Chris. Mm, I don't know if I agree with you guys. Well, you didn't if you, do if it, If you had Dave. done it, you, you might agree <laughs> So I, I cooked it in there uh, in the any day. It was just more of an extra step. That's why I was like, oh, another pot I got to clean. But, you know, I mince garlic. I mince ginger. And I think dishes like this, I, I probably did uh, 30% more oil than you suggested, which is what, a tablespoon or so? Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the tricks for me when making a dish like this is you it's just a little bit extra amount of fat I think goes a long way and as I was getting that heated that's when I put in uh, again this is a note I had why half a pound of ground pork because if you're going to buy ground pork more often than not it comes in a package that's a pound well, this is where my problem happened when I went to the butcher counter and tried to order half a pound and they gave me three quarters of a pound anyway yeah. but yeah but even still, what am I going to do? Open a package of a pound of 16 ounces of ground pork and then say, oh, I'm not going to use the other half? <laughs> well, I mean, you don't have to throw it away. You yeah, you just put it in the freezer. It. No. Put it in the freezer. No. You want to use the whole package. You just use the whole thing. All right. Well, use the so whole thing. So that's what I did. I did the whole thing. I added that. <laughs> uh-huh. then, I added, then I added the vinegar. Then I added the soy sauce. Then I added agave. Then I added the chopped. Calabrian chilies. And then I stirred in, I didn't measure, I measured the cornstarch and then, and then I like got that cooking and then I added the green beans and that was the dish. But I didn't really follow your recipe after, you know what I mean? Like I didn't do the microwave bit the way you suggested. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're using green beans, if you actually need to microwave it. 
And the reason why I think it, you don't need to use the microwave or even use um, uh, vinegars, you could just add it to the, the, the one pot that you're cooking everything in. And I don't think you're going to lose anything. The one, I thought the vinegar was great. I, initially, mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? This is why. Why? For, for what it's worth, I think you totally, with green beans, you could do it in a pan. But I kind of liked that the green beans got to just like sit in like a bath of acid before they get tossed in. Yeah, I, I think that like there's there's like another element of just if you have like perfectly cooked green beans, they just go in with the the pork at the last second. So I I I, I didn't I did enjoy the cornstarch. I thought it was going to be a little bit too heavy on the cornstarch because you did say how how many teaspoons was it two teaspoons uh, two teaspoons. So yeah. for me, like the cornstarch gets mixed in with the pork, and I, I mean maybe it's well that's another the marinade beforehand. I, I have the questions like why pre marinate the pork unnecessary. Sure, we can we can eliminate the marinade. But okay, I I'm cor- literally telling you this. This is all the things that I had noted to myself, I be- not I knowing be- it was you. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I'm not offended by it. I think you can probably eliminate the, the marinade. I, I agree because I didn't have time to marinate mine yesterday and it was fine. But I do think, so for, for me, when I put the cornstarch in, especially because I'm doing a lot of these in like, you know, a nonstick pan over medium heat and I don't have like a hot, ripping hot wok or whatever. Like the cornstarch mixed in with ground pork, in my experience, like it just browns and crisps a little bit more when you're you're um, frying it. So like that was a a, a net positive for me. So make, but I'm going to suggest when you make add the vinegar with the cornstarch, it makes a slurry, which now coats all your green beans like a salt and vinegar chip. So that's why I feel like you can cut out the pre-soak of in the vinegar because okay. the cornstarch actually is what makes the dish. I thought. I thought initially it was like that was that's I was like that's so a my version lie. is not like so the my my result is like not saucy ever there's like no yeah. sauce in mine mine, mine wind up like, being very dry all the sauce winds up being stuck on the green bean because of the the cornstarch mm-hmm. so what did you think overall then all overall it was very delicious and I, and I eyeballed all the measurements but I was like oh this is really good I the reason I said it, it came out really good I normally don't make um oh I did add zakai to it too because I had that too. So I added that, and I think it would have been delicious without that. And when I tasted it, I was like, wow, this is really great. I think you could have cut out some more steps. If you wanted to make it more quickly, you could do it. And I really don't think you would lose any of the flavor. And the judgment was, this was delicious. I ate it with some, I ate it with some Momo noodles. Grace said, this is really good. Whose is this? And I said, some recipe some submission. Some <laughs> Some dude. I literally said some dude. Some I didn't say some person submitted it on on the Discord. That's literally wow. what I said. That was a whole dish, and it was great. And I can tell Grace enjoyed it very much. <laughs> Which I probably, in that moment, hadn't known it was you, would have felt more pain in that moment. <laughs> well, my so it you, brought real you... joy. It brought real joy to my wife. I literally was like, as soon as he finds out this is mine, which I knew you wouldn't realize, I knew you would make this whole dish not knowing it was mine. I like, I knew this entire thing was you know going to happen. Because I believe in a world out. of no collusion. <laughs> no, you don't. I believe in you a world of possibilities and discovery. You're a master of collusion, man. Uh, use your collusion. Um, well, use your collusion one and two. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's that's the whole theme of Recipe Club. Use your collusion. Uh, well, I, I think that. Um, so yours is like a little bit more of a stir fry. How how small did you dice yours, Priya? It didn't. Oh oh, I I diced them the the quarter inch that you suggested. The first time I made it, I was lazy and I did not dice them, and it was totally fine. 
Yeah. I kind of wanted to just like, I've made it in a couple different ways that like assume some things that kids would just not, maybe not do. And it has turned out great all of the times, which is kind of a perfect recipe for a children's cookbook because it's just like very forgiving. And there are a lot of things you can like do wrong or omit and it will still end up in a delicious place. Dave, we've, you've had this dish with me. I'm remembering. We ate this at ZNY in San Francisco with Skeens. But then we also drank like six bottles of wine. So maybe we don't remember oh that. Oh my God. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. Um, okay. Well, so I, I don't just, remember anything that happens in that town. <laughs> Except for the way they serve green beans. That small town known as oh San Francisco. The Boston of the West <laughs> Coast. Really Excuse you, sir. We are not the Boston of the, of the West Coast. Uh, Priya, tell us a little bit more about the cookbook. What else is, how is, what, 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 how else is this kid's cookbook coming together? Um, it's coming together really well, actually. The goal of it, I looked at like sort of the genre of children's cookbooks and the recipes are either like so simple as to be bland or like really not inclusive. And I was thinking about how I grew up and I was privileged enough to have a mother who worked in the airline industry. And so we got to take all of these like discounted flights all around the world. And my mom and I would go places, we would try dishes and we would come home and research them and make our own versions at home. And so I thought like, why don't we make a cookbook that like takes kids through like, you know, young Priya's journey around the world, but like teaches them that you can like travel in your own home kitchen with recipes, you know, from all of my friends and family who like through the years have shared their recipes with us and their cooking traditions with us. So it's like a really amazingly diverse set of dishes. You know, Chris, you contributed hot pot, dumplings, and this green bean dish. I, you took, know, I took the kids on a, a magical journey to a crappy kitchen in <laughs> Oakland. <laughs> you never wanted to be in There is like a Trinidadian chana. There is a South Indian palakan shrimp. There is um, my cousin Tatiana, who is French, did this incredible quiche recipe. And I know Seth- why this this collusion happened to promote this book that's coming out. <laughs> you guys, this really is Bill Barr and Trump. Okay, line. it's also, I'm, I'm sorry, we in all of our videos, we are all using any days. Cheng, this is called <laughs> mutually assured promotion. <laughs> I don't know, man. There was a, it was, it was a long. Please remove me from this mailing list. (laughs) (laughs) Unsubscribe check from the mailing list. Uh, well, when is it, when, when, when is the cookbook actually done? Are we, are you done with it? No, it's due the day before my wedding. So I got to finish it. Uh, and then it comes out next summer. We're going to shoot it in November, I think at my parents' house. Okay. But yeah, I'm excited. It's going to have a little passport where kids can stamp their passport whenever they try a new dish. Is there like a TSA pre-check version of it? Yeah. And then there's and then there's clear if you want to pay some extra. <laughs> um, all right. So let's do some let's do some takeaways on this recipe. Chang, you think eliminate the microwave, especially when it's green beans. I don't think you need to use the microwave on this dish. I also don't think you need to pre-soak or pre-marinate the meat. If it was a Boston butt, then yeah. Is a chunk of pork? Yes. The whole idea of this is that it's ground pork, so it's it's going to absorb flavor really quickly. So I don't think you need to pre-marinate it. Um, and I don't think you need to microwave the, the green beans or long beans. If you cook, if you chop if you chop it fine enough, or even if it's like a quarter of an inch, as you say, mine was more like 
an inch. And I, I just, I don't think you need to um, pre-cook it. So the whole thing can be in a pan. The only problem with this dish, even if you have a nonstick, even over medium heat, it's water. It almost, almost bests the first recipe club recipe, which was Priya's vegan tempeh thing. Again, that which was, was that so was a Mount Vesuvius of, of hot hot sauce and oil spotter. Which was just like pour pour a cup of water into a pan of yeah. hot oil. Basically yeah. was that was a gold medal of just of a watch out. This was a silver medal. This is a solid silver wait, wait, medal. Wait, wait. Can I ask you a question actually before we move on from that? Okay, so I've, I I had this thought last night. When you guys are browning or sauteing or whatever ground meat, what is your technique for like breaking it up into little chop chop chop? It's just like there's no there's no cool life hack, huh? It's just like chop yeah. chop chop is the only yeah. way through. I just do it like as it's cooking. I just chop. As I was doing it, I was like, oh, somebody is going to be like, why aren't you using the potato masher like Kenji said? That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I don't know if that's a thing. Maybe that's a thing. Okay. I usually end up, I usually get sort of lazy about chopping and end up with like rather large pieces of ground meat, but I don't mind it. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, I mean, Dave's version looks good. I think mine was a little chunky. You know, I was, I was just trying to pursue the thing that you get when you get this at a restaurant, which is just like, everything is uniformly sized. It's just little bits that get mixed in with your rice and like, you know, you eat it with a spoon or chopsticks and it's, and it's sort of like a perfect seasoning. It's almost like hot. It really did taste like a restaurant, like it tasted like a restaurant dish, which was it like tasted like it would satisfy a like a, like a craving for Chinese food. And <laughs> on rice, it was just like perfect. Here's OK. Here's a weird thing that we have to do still. You've got to make your case, Priya, now to to win this season of Recipe Club. You've got to get the most people on our Discord server to make this recipe. Just out of curiosity, like, how are we doing? Like, which recipes are rising to the top on the Discord? I had high hopes for yogurt tortillas, I got to say. I think I think people have made yogurt tortillas. I think that um, not a lot of people are taking up the taking up the torch on the jello salad <laughs> with you. And the pineapple cheese casserole doesn't seem like a lot of people are making them. I, I think, you know, I think there'll be a mad rush at the end. But I think at, at the like currently people are still. You know, it's like tequila. I mean, the tequila drink from Rachel's gonna win. Yeah, the wine margarita. Yeah, very tasty, very strong. Uh, Again, I I wouldn't be surprised if Priya wins again. Like, you know, (laughs) she's the best of us. (laughs) No, Rachel, it's it's Rachel's destiny to win. She always wins. You guys, so make this recipe. And let us know how it goes on the Discord. We are actually mod- this is a delicious. This is the best yeah, recipe. You, this is a very good recipe. To be honest, you you should totally make this recipe. It is like, it is like the definition of like fast flavor. Very very good weeknight recipe. Listen, I I, like, I, don't, I don't I don't like complimenting Chris at all. You know, <laughs> you don't it's say. <laughs> but I will say, of all the things that have been made this season, begrudgingly. This is going to be the recipe that I'll make again in my own way. So this will be based on the true story of Chris's based on a true story dish. <laughs> it's it's okay. like it's like the Daviest dish that that we've made, I think. It's pretty Davy. It's right in Dave's wheelhouse. Yeah. I knew I was appealing yeah. to the Dave palate. But I'm thinking about the based on a true story of a true story. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good. When I first tasted it, it really did taste to me like American Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, salty. It, yes. It had an acidity, it was sweet, it had umami, it, it, it has everything going for it. And I think you could make this everything in about 15 minutes, 20 minutes, even if you're not a fast chopper of things. 
Yeah. And you could, and I definitely, I, you know, like thinking about some of the things we've been talking about, I think the last night, like I said, I made it without the marinade. Made no difference whatsoever. I, think, I do think another critical component to this dish is actually when you mince the garlic and the ginger, you want to bloom it in the oil. You really want to extract a lot of flavor in that oil. Yeah. And I do suggest maybe using 50% more oil than what the recipe suggests. Yeah. I think that like sweating that and getting that into the oil that then infuses everything else is important for sure. Um, okay. So make this. Sign up for our Major Domo Media Discord server if you haven't already. Wait, what's Priya making? What's choosing? What's she choosing? Is I'm, this I'm it? getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> Priya, you have you have two choices left on your, okay. your the last two picks of your season. Okay. Tomatoes and peanut butter. Oh, it's we're like just starting into tomato season, so let's do tomatoes. Not like you Californians who get them all year round. Awesome! I have this awesome recipe for a vegan BLT that I'll submit. <laughs> Okay, time. you laugh, but <laughs> Grace liked that recipe and it won. <laughs> All right, so tomato recipes. You want freshies, fresh tomatoes, hey? You're not looking for the canned tomatoes? Yeah, I would love a fresh tomato recipe and like not a caprese. No, and say no burrata. Yeah, no I agree. But burrata feels like cheating. No burrata. Panzanella on the table? I know you guys love a panzanella. I, d- I do love a panzanella, but like... You know, the sky's the limit. Can't we just make panzanella the official salad of the world? <laughs> I love I love panzanella. As much bread as it is. <laughs> a salad has no lettuce. <laughs> it's as much bread as it is anything else. Sure, yeah. sure. Let's call it for sure. Uh, okay, so Priya, we're going to do tomatoes. Uh, next week, <laughs> Dave, Brian, and John uh, are cutting me out of the podcast yet again. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> doing a recipe using plant-based meat. Um, We will share this recipe on the YouTube and in the Discord, and you will see video of all of this. I'm sure you will see. I'm so scared to see whatever Dave is grumbling about this recipe, not knowing it is mine, on the Recipe Club TV feed on Spotify, which, Dave, you you just saw for the first time recently. You found out about. Just can you shrugs. access it just on shrugs. Spotify? Like, you can, can I go only on... access it on Spotify, Priya. Oh, let me, let me Turn that recipe. phone into landscape mode. Oh my God. Wait, that's so cool. <laughs> this is more a mutually assured yeah, promotion, I mean, guys. I, 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 learned, I learned how to code uh, during the <laughs> pandemic, and I, it's finally out. Thanks to our thanks to our senior app developer Dave Chang for putting in the hours on this one. Um, if it's a little buggy, apologies. <laughs> I know the beta phase is a bitch, but you know it's all worth it at the end, Dave. Um, and yeah, once again, send in your recipes for tomatoes to the fixer at majordomomedia.com. Sign up for the Discord, subscribe to our YouTube channel, do all of the freaking things that we ask you to do. Subscribe to this podcast, give us five stars. Thank you, guys. Thank you.